What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So I did not mention the other day that the Platinum Glove Awards were unveiled. It went to Nolan Arenado in the National League and Carlos Correa in the American League. So Platinum Glove goes to the overall best defender. It's the best of the gold glovers. Uh, I believe it's done... I think it's done in large part by fan vote, actually. I think fan vote, it's it's fan vote plus something else, but I think fan vote is the biggest um, uh, determinant here. So, good to see. I mean, of the Gold Glove winners, obviously, you're, gonna, you're still going to have some guys who stand out above the rest. For Nolan Arenado, it's his fifth straight Platinum Glove. I mean... We talk about consistency. I mean, he's won five straight platinum gloves. That means he's the best. He's been been considered the best defender in the National League for five straight years. And that's saying a lot. That's really saying a lot. For Carlos Correa, it's his first platinum glove because this is his first gold glove. So more hardware for Carlos after a very strong season on both sides of the ball. So great stuff. So wanted to start off by mentioning that. So right now, there are a lot of rumors, free agency rumors. Um, and one guy whose name is showing up a lot right now is Starling Marte. So he has a lot of teams interested in him. Marte is you know, a true center fielder who can really hit still. And who he can really, really hit and he can really run. That's what he can do in 120 games with the Marlins and Athletics. He had 310 with 12 homers, 27 doubles. And 47 stolen bases. So he only played you know, 120 games, but he still had 47 steals to lead Major League Baseball. He just had a very, very good year. So a lot of teams have been have been interested. I've heard the Phillies, the Astros are interested, the Yankees potentially. You know, they're interested in Starling Marte. Even the Marlins. Could he be going back to Miami? To play for the Marlins, the Mets, you know, just just a bunch of teams. So it was actually reported that the Marlins have made an offer. They didn't just talk to him. They've made an offer to bring back Starling Marte. But there's no decision that's about to happen. Obviously, if you're Marte, you're going to take all your offers. You're going to listen to as many teams as possible and get, you know, and take the best offer. That's, that's what's going to happen. But it's... Clear to see why people are interested in him. And even though he's in his 30s, he continues to bring top-scale speed, and he has very good defense, and can hit. he can do it all out there. And his game has really aged well. He had a very good showing this season. Like I said, led MLB in steals. He posted a 131 OPS+. plus. So really good stuff. He's just He, he became just the 10th player this century to play to record 40 plus steals and an OPS of 130 or better. And the other guys on that list, I mean, you're looking at Vlad Guerrero, senior, Carlos Beltran, Bobby Breu, Alfonso Soriano, Hanley Ramirez, Carl Crawford, Matt Kemp, Mike Trout, and Jose Altuve. So just to give you a picture of how rare that is. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's a speed-based player going into his age 33 season. Obviously, that is going to be cause for concern because of the age. But we can see that he's not slowing down just yet. So you know, teams are definitely going to give him 
they're going to give him a good offer. They're going to give him a good offer, I would say, at least three years. So we'll see what happens there. In other news, there has been a trade. A trade happened today. The Brewers acquired infielder Mike Brasso from the Rays. So many of us might remember Mike Brasso from his big home run off of Roldis Chapman in the 2020 ALCS. But he's heading to the Milwaukee Brewers now in exchange for right-hander Evan Reifert. And you know, Brasso is a utility infielder. He's played 62 games at second, 52 at third, 23 at first. I mean, he's just going to provide infield depth for Milwaukee. He could possibly take the role that Jace Peterson had in 2021. But Brasso has four years of club control remaining. He's a lifetime 106 OPS hitter. And, yeah, I mean, he's definitely major league caliber, but he's he's there for his versatility defensively. He can really fill in for you in a lot of different places. As for Reifert, the guy who's going to Tampa Bay, he's a 22-year-old who made his pro debut this season, finished 3-3 three three with a 2.10 ERA. I've heard a lot of really good things about him. You know, young, right-hander. And the Rays definitely know how to develop young right-handers. We've seen that time and time again. So we'll see what they can do with this guy. So we we are in free agency. Like I said yesterday, we could see some big names go off the board. Some executives have been asked the question, who do they think is the best available free agent this, this winter? And most of them said Carlos Correa. He's a runaway winner. He received two-thirds of the votes. I mean, he's part of an impressive group of free agent shortstops, but the fact that he's going to play next season at age 27, you know, his his um, his youth and his all-around game definitely put him above, you know, Semyon, Seager, Story, and Baez. But he's the best. he's the best player at the most important position. That's, you know, what one executive said. 27, centerpiece of a winning team. He's just on paper, got all the stuff you would look for. The only concern I have with Carlos is his ability to stay healthy. He's been hurt a lot in his career. He's been injured a lot, and I think that could definitely, you know, bite a team if they if they sink 300 plus million dollars and this dude's not able to play. That's not gonna, that's not gonna be good. It's not gonna be good if it happens. In other news, apparently the Dodgers are interested in Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray. So it looks like the Reds are trying to cut payroll. And, well, if they're trying to cut payroll, maybe another team would be able to capitalize. And the Dodgers definitely have the resources to capitalize on that kind of situation. But L.A. had talks with the Reds about those two right-handers. It's not known if they've progressed far into negotiations. But it has been discussed. It has been discussed. So that's where we stand with that. Freddie Freeman is in talks with the Braves right now. Everyone believes he's going to be returning to Atlanta. But, I mean, Freeman apparently is looking for something in a deal of six years and $200 million. And that's a pretty sizable raise over one Atlanta offer that Freeman already turned down. He already turned down five years, 135 So he's asking for six years, 200 They'll probably settle somewhere between those, but you you can be sure that 
Freddie Freeman is not going anywhere. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. I mean, I can't say that with certainty, but you know, if I was a if I was a betting man, I would say that he's going to return to the Atlanta Braves. So the five years, one thirty-five. I mean, doing some quick math, math right there. That's twenty-seven million dollars a year. Freddie's asking for six years, two hundred. That's thirty-three million dollars a year. Right in the middle, puts you at around thirty million dollars a year. You know, so like something like six years, one eighty, could be what we finally see him settle for, which would be a pretty fair deal. Honestly, it, it would. It'd be a pretty fair deal, but we'll wait for it to actually happen. We don't really know what's going to happen, but those are the updates for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.